0: Hey, ladies and boys and girls, Mel Herbert here for Elon Daily, part of the Talking Tesla podcast. It is Monday, May 20th. That's right, Monday, May 20th. I got it right again. Look at me. Thank you very much. Hey, you know, we do a big show. Um, it's called Talking Tessa, it's the big show We do it with Robert and Tom and myself And it's a bit of a good time, a bit of fun And one of them we make free But one we make just for our patrons That are helping support the show To put this out every day To put a couple of big shows out every month And if you're not a patron You're going to miss out on some of that content And it was a two hour show we laid down over the weekend Yeah, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls Two hour show It was a lot of fun and let me just clip in here the last sort of minute or two. We've just been talking about how SpaceX is about to send up, you know, all of these rockets, 60 satellites in a Falcon 9, and and then it degenerates from there, and then the show ends. And then I'll come back and tell you about one other story. Here we go. But he's going kind to of launch choking. 160 rockets to give us all internet. Yeah, uh, until they're run by he's methane. Buying, he's uh, got a company that's doing the carbon offsets called Tesla.
1: <laughs> True that. You
0: think that Tesla is the carbon? I, yeah. we, I'd love to hear that math. Like... Does one launch of the Falcon Heavy offset like a year's worth of Tesla well, driving? why don't we do the math for the next show? Because this show's over two hours. What? And I'm done. You're done? I'm If you're done, done, I'm done. Because I refuse to continue to talk about this without you. I think it's time to have an impossible burger. That's impossible. That's a great idea. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> boys because the show is talking Tesla. What? This is for you, the patrons. Thank you very much for yes. helping us out. Tell your friends. If you tell two friends and they tell two friends and they tell two friends... It could actually be the same two people. When you think about it. <laughs> and if your friend has a birthday coming uh-huh. up, instead of buying them some cheap plastic thing that's going to end up breaking in the long run, buy them a subscription to Talking Tesla Patreon version. And that is anybody a idea. who subscribes as a Patreon at the $1,000 a month level, besides being insane, yeah. Mel, who is also insane, yes. will yes. Plant personally... Call the person of your choice And sing happy birthday Marilyn Monroe style In a Scottish accent <laughs> Exactly While wearing a diaper No one cares about the diaper <laughs> You didn't even need to throw in that last part uh, you know, I had him on the hook I was just reeling him in <laughs> Happy birthday Happy birthday do do Happy that? birthday But you have to do Mr. that with Bradley Marilyn <laughs> Monroe I'm doing it <laughs> Make it sexier. (laughs) (laughs) Let's stop talking, Tesla. So if you love the show, and I can't imagine why you wouldn't, if you love the show, go and become a patron and help us out so that we can continue to produce this for the years and the years ahead. Now, uh, let's do an article here. And this one is from Teslarati, and therefore you know it's going to be by Simon Alvarez. And the title of this is, Tesla Starts Supercharger V3 Production in Gigafactory 2 Exceeds Employment Goals in New York. The first part of this article is about how New York gave Tesla a whole bunch of tax credits, but they said you've got to have like 500 workers working in uh, the New York area by April. And they actually exceeded that, and it looks like they're going to exceed all of those goals going forward. Now Gigafactory 2, if you remember, is all about the solar panels, and specifically it's about the solar tiles. And they've decided they're going to do V3 production there. They're going to put together the V3 superchargers and then send them around the world and install them, which is good. So uh, this is a statement that we got from them, from the Teslas, and it said this. In addition to scaling production of solar roof, Tesla is also diversifying its presence in Buffalo by manufacturing and assembling supercharger and energy storage storage components. At Gigafactory 2, we're committed to investing in Buffalo and the state, and the new power electric lines will deliver more high-tech jobs while supporting Tesla's energy storage products and global supercharging infrastructure. So Elon has said this is the year of solar roof, and this is the year of Powerwall. Another way to read this is that they have extra capacity at Gigafactory 2. Because they are just not selling, as we've talked about on Elon Daily in the past, they're just not selling very many of these uh, solar roofs. Now that could be because they're production constrained, they just haven't got it right yet, it's taking them too long to install and they're just trying to get it all, you know, get their act together, as it were. Or it could be, as I've suggested, that maybe this thing is just too much money up front that I want to put a roof on, and that's $20,000. And if I'm going to put a solar roof on, it's going to be forty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000. There's a big difference. Now, I don't know the numbers exactly. Over the life of that product, it's going to be less expensive because it's going to make your electricity. But that upfront cost, I think, is going to be their biggest problem. So we'll see when you can actually go onto the website and configure stuff up and get some numbers. We'll know. Now, speaking of V3, mates, I went down to the Hawthorne Supercharger. So Hawthorne is near LAX here in California. It is where the Tesla Design Center is. It's where SpaceX is. And if you ever get a chance, if you ever fly into LAX, then make sure you drive past it because there's a couple interesting things to see. There is a big uh, Falcon rocket, and it's got its fairings and stuff out, and it's really impressive to see up close. There's also a Hyperloop pod of about, I don't think it's three quarters of a mile long. That's always fun to see. And there's also a supercharger right next to the design studio. So I went in there because they have V2 superchargers, but they also have... Theoretically the new V3 superchargers And I looked around and I didn't see anything that said V3 But I found two superchargers that are separate from the other 6 or 8 that are there That had a much thinner cord And Robert who is very smart tells me that that is a thinner cord for the V3 supercharger So I plugged in, I didn't really need to charge I had about 200 miles on my Tesla And it has a capacity of 325 So I had about 200, 325, 2 thirds full So I plugged in and I would expect at that state of charge that I would get like, you know, 75, 100 kilowatts, uh, maybe a little bit more for a little while and then for it to dip down. But I got 28, 28 kilowatts. Thank you very much. Now, every other store was full, but there are also big batteries that are attached to this thing. But what's up with that? Is it because everything else was full and I was there second on that bollard and the other person was getting all the charge? But 27 is terrible i stayed for about five or ten minutes it didn't get any better and if that's a v3 supercharger they haven't turned it on because that thing was slow not just slow pathetic i'm glad i didn't need charge i just sort of walked around a little bit took a few pictures hopped back in the car and took off but uh what's happening with these v3s when are we going to see them i want to i want to see some v3 supercharging thank you very much the other things that we did over the weekend, well, we didn't do it, Robert did it, because he does all the work, is look at all of the other Tesla podcasts, and there's a lot of them, and I want to tell you about them. And I want to tell you about them, because you might find something in here that you really like, and we're all about getting the word out, not just of our podcast, but all of the podcasts, but all the energy podcasts and the such. So in terms of Tesla podcasts, there's the Tesla Show, which is one of my favorites. It used to be weekly, and then it went monthly, much like us, and then it went sort of quarterly. So I don't know exactly where the guys are at, but it's a really good show. Then there's the Tesla Daily, which is a daily uh, podcast, just like Elon Daily. There's Ride the Lightning. There's Talking Tesla, of course. There's the Tesla Tidbits Show, the Tesla Owner's Online Podcast, Flipping the Page, One Moment, Please. Uh, the My Tesla Podcast, Kinky Geeks. we do not not sure if that is a Tesla podcast. There's Plug Your Ride Tesla Podcast. There's Tesla The Life and Times Podcast. Maybe that's just about the guy himself. Kilowatt, a podcast about Tesla. A couple of ones I don't know. There's Tesla Roadster. I don't know. I haven't listened to a lot of these. I will. I will, I promise. Tesla News Topics Podcast, one that's just called Tesla. Then there's the Tesla Roundtable that tried to steal our name back in the day. The Tesla Frequencies, I'm not sure that is actually one. Not a Boring Tesla Podcast. Thinking Deeper, about Tesla. Then there's some other foreign language ones which I won't even say because I'm not sure if they're really Tesla Podcasts. 10-Minute Tesla Talk Time with Tyler. The Life and Times of Nikola Tesla, Tesla Coil, Tesla Side Chat, Legacy and Tesla. So go onto iTunes or wherever you get your favorite podcast, and just put in Tesla or EVs and you'll find that it is quite robust. We believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but we believe that Talking Tesla was the first Tesla podcast. Not the best, maybe not even the most popular, but we were the first first in being average. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. My name is Mel Herbert. This is Elon Daily, part of the Talking Tesla podcast. We will speak at you in the morrow. Hurry out.